live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. up today it's time for live from america let's go what is happening everybody god bless you and thank you for being here you're locked and loaded right here on lfa tv and this is live from america and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And I'm broadcasting, as always, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And I, as always, have my brother from another, producer Eli, here. And we are extremely blessed and honored to be able to be back here on this beautiful Monday morning on this 5th of June, year of our Lord, 2023. And boy, do we got a Huge show after Friday's and Sunday's debacle here. We got a huge show lined up for you guys. Please do me the ever so humbled favor of rumbling, liking this video now. And then if you're watching on rumble.com, LFA TV, please share the link. Or if you're watching on the Rumble app, you can share it right from the app to your social media accounts. Get it out there far and wide as usual. And I want to give some live shout-outs if I can right now. So let's go and say hello to Bobby Driver. Say hello and good morning to Becca and Nancy. How are you? We've got B.A. Palumbo. We've got V. Maxter and Dautet in the building today. How are you? Heather E. 74 is here. Majorva. We've got Purple Freaks, Eagle Fight, Cat. How you doing? Good to see you. Melissa Steffi, hello. Michelle Groff, good to see you. Benny Cloud, good to see you. I hope all, everybody's doing such, um, I hope you're having such a wonderfully God-filled Monday. Annette, good to see you. Kristen, hello, good to see you. Denise and Kelly, good morning. God bless you. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. We've got Chavez, Linda, and Clee Sully, InfoWars, Moose for Trump, Miranda Dolan. Thank you very much. God bless. We've got Suzanne Vermontes in the building. God bless. Thank you very much. And I want to say thank you to Mary D'Agostino because she sent my daughter Lily, now that my daughter Lily has her her uh, her permanent cast on for her broken arm, um, and not just her temporary one, uh, she sent a whole bunch of stuff for Lily uh, to make Lily feel better. And I just want to say thank you to Mary D'Agostino, Alan, Carol, Morris. Good to see you. Thank you guys very much. And, um, you know, I'm just, I just feel blessed and honored today, okay? But I did title the show. Time to man up and win. We have had people on the defense for months and months and months, ever since they stole the election. And we've seen some of our efforts come to fruition, 
and some we've seen just fall by the wayside. But I can tell you this, we've been on offense. Now it's time to put our foot on the gas. Now it's time to put the, our foot on their throats. Whatever, whichever, whichever analogy you want to use here. But we need to man up in time. It's time to win. And it's time to go hard. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about the election. I'm talking about the invasion. I'm talking about the LGBTQ pedo plus movement. I'm talking about the indoctrination of our children. I'm talking about the brainwashing. I'm talking about the disrespect. I'm talking about the destroying our country from the inside out and making it not even an America that I even recognize anymore. I'm talking about taking our culture away, taking our society and taking everything that we've ever known and loved and held dear to us in this country. I'm talking about them taking God out of everything I'm talking about you know what I'm sick and tired I'm gonna stand up and I don't have to do it in a way that sounds just uh, uh um uh, rude or sounds um agenda based the only agenda I have is the agenda of God and God's will is not for any of those things that I just mentioned to be in the position that they're in today and there's one man one man that has either said, I am running for president, or I think I'm going to run for president, or wouldn't it be nice if I could be president? There's only one man who's vowing to destroy all of that, splinter it into so many pieces that you've never even, would ever even have known that we had those problems in this country. There's only one man that every person out there that has done nothing but destroy your lives and indoctrinated your children hate, and his name is Donald J. Trump. And there's only one man who can go for four years and have four years of unencumbered, absolute freedom to do exactly what he said he was going to do. And there's only one man who they're all afraid of and they want dead, and it's Donald J. Trump. So there's only one man I'm voting for. But I'm going to fight harder for him in 2024 and harder for this country and harder for our freedoms and harder for the Constitution and harder for God than you've ever seen Jeremy Harrell fight before. All I ask is, who is with me? And if you're with me, then stand up be counted, and be loud. Because what I'm about to show you is just yet another piece of evidence that shows you that the people that were in charge, the people that spied on his campaign, the, the people that stole the election, the people that created, manufactured, and released COVID, there's one common denominator here. And every one of them are making their rounds on TV and warning about what another presidency for Donald Trump would mean, specifically for them. And they are scared. And if they thought there was a 100% chance that they could steal the next election and win, I don't think you would see them as scared as you've seen James Comey lately. And now, here's the newest interview of James Comey talking about how scared he is of Trump. That Trump poses a near existential threat to the rule of law. And, and this is something similar language that I hear privately from national security officials, some people you and I both know who will say this privately about what a second term could mean. But tell me a little bit about the specifics of what he could try to do. What do you mean by that? Well, think about what four years of a retribution presidency might look like. He could order the investigation and prosecution of individuals who oh! he sees as enemies. Hold I'm on, sure there it is. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the buried lead. Back it up. Get a shovel. Dig up the lead and bring it back to the forefront. What did he just say? He could investigate and lock up anybody he wanted to. Oh, well, first of all, let me say, 
like the Biden administration has done, like Christopher Ray has done, like Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, his little dweeby self, dweeby self he, that he is, has done? You mean like that? Is that what you're afraid of? Oh, you mean like you and Merrick Garden Gnome Garland and Joe Biden and Barack Obama and Sally Yates and, 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 and Susan Rice and Peter Strzok? And, oh, you mean like all of them? You mean you're afraid of him? Why are you afraid of him? I thought you could steal elections. Roll it back. Roll it. The investigation and prosecution of individuals who he sees as enemies. I'm sure I'm on the enemies list. Yes, you are. Because the president constitutionally does oversee the executive branch entirely, which includes the Department of Justice, prosecutors and investigators. And so he could commission direct that individuals be pursued. He could also direct all kinds of other conduct that people would maybe take to court to try to stop. But who enforces court orders? Mostly the United States Marshals Service, which is in part of the executive branch and reports to the president. And so President Trump could say, I don't care what the Supreme Court says or these district judges say. I'm telling the Marshal Service, don't enforce the court order. And so our Constitution really does give a rogue president, which is what this would be, tremendous power to destroy. And so that's why I'm trying to warn people, given the way he said he intends to operate if he's reelected, this will be something we could never have imagined. Again, it seems like science fiction in a way. But it's what another four years of Donald Trump really promises, which is why people criticize CNN for their town hall. I want the American people to stare at the threat that we're facing and understand that they cannot take the next election off. James Comey, you don't look like you're sleeping well. I I would suggest James Comey goes to MyPillow.com and uses promo code LFA and gets him something that would help him sleep at night. Maybe go to CB Distillery and use promo code LFA. I don't know. But the bags under that, that man's eyes are evidence to me that that man has been sleeping with one eye open looking over his shoulder. And the only thing that makes me think that, thank you, Mocha Powered, for the $30 donation. We love you. God bless you. The only thing that really makes me think that is why else would James Comey come out from under his he got fired rock and start a media tour without selling a book, without running for office, without endorsing anybody, just literally doing a media tour on how afraid the world should be of Donald Trump. That, to me, is throwing up flags to say, these people are absolutely petrified of this man making a return. But why would they be so petrified if they knew for sure that they could keep him away from the White House? Why would Comey be doing this? Why would there be panic in D.C. if they were 100% sure they could steal it? Now, I'm not telling you they're not going to try, and I'm not telling you they're not even going to be able to succeed. What I am telling you is that they're not as sure as they want to be, which tells you and tells me that we are doing exactly what we need to do, and Trump is exactly where he needs to be, and come time for push to come to shove and the rubber to meet the road, I would not want to be James Comey looking like he has my pillows under his eyes. How about you? Anyway, folks, thank you very much. What a great opening. I'd like to go to the Lord right now if I can. We had a phenomenal rise up this morning. Um, we, ex- we ha- I mean, you should go back and watch Rise Up this morning. Let me just tell you that. You should go back and watch Rise Up. Let's go to the verse of the day, and then we'll get the show started. Verse of the day today is going to come from Galatians. 
Okay? We titled the verse of the day today, Using Your Freedom to Serve Another. Galatians 5, 13 and 14. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Another word for liberty? Freedom. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, I got to tell you, uh, if you re- the reason I really want you to go back and watch Rise Up this morning is because you're going to understand where this verse comes from and what happened to me this weekend for me to get this out. And I really don't have time because I have a lot of news to get to to repeat that. So I definitely urge you to go back if you're wondering uh, what happened this weekend and go back and watch Rise Up, okay? What should we use our freedom for? First of all, you have to ask yourself what your freedom means to you. Because your freedom isn't just here on earth. Your freedom comes from God, not from the Constitution or people fighting for your freedom. Then you have to ask yourself whether you want to use your freedom to further your own accomplishments and desires or if you want it to use your freedom to liberate and care for others. Freedom is precious and freedom is rare. Do you really understand how rare freedom is? Freedom is so rare that we're the only ones who experience a little bit of it, and it's not even as real as we think it is, and it's definitely not free. Freedom is rare, very rare. It's precious and rare, and freedom is given to you by God. At birth, you are born with free will. God wants us to use this gift to do as he does in heaven and as to do as Jesus did on earth. When you give somebody a gift for Christmas or for their birthday, how good do you feel? That feels good, right? To give somebody a gift and to see the look on their face. It does feel good. It's a great feeling. There's no feeling in the world like giving, but how good do you think it would feel if you use God's gift instead of giving material things, but to give things like the following? What about helping your elderly family members or your elderly neighbors pick up their groceries for them? Or even go to the grocery store with them. How about that? What about visiting the nursing home in your town and serve them just by giving them discussion and dialogue to let them know that the youth of this community still cares about you? I think that's something we could all do a little bit more of. What about picking up trash on the side of the road instead of waiting for the town that you pay taxes to to do it when they never seem to be able to do their job? What about offering the people in your community with physical, dif- dif- uh, physical disabilities that can't walk, ride a bike, or even drive a car? What about picking them up and bringing them to church with you and doing everything that they need you to do in order for them to fellowship with all of us? Or better yet, how about treating everybody that we come in contact with, whether foreigner or neighbor, with the same level of respect that you would treat Jesus with if you met him in the flesh today? We are all capable of so much more with our freedom. And if we had a servant mindset, the world would become godly and blessed again. I'm a proud servant of the LFA family, and there isn't anything that I wouldn't do or offer to do for each and every one of you, even at the risk of losing things like time with my own family or whatever. I love you all, and I look at you the way I look at Jesus, with love, admiration, respect, and a sense of duty to help me make your lives feel safer and more comfortable. I want to be a servant to you 
and my community around me. And I think if we all do that a little bit better, have a little bit more honor and respect, I think we'll start seeing a change real fast. All glory to God in Jesus' name. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's a really good start to a good Monday, and I'm really glad to be here with you guys. Are you ready? Let's lift up our cups, and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. 19 minutes past the hour, we're going to get right into Kevin McCoward. Almost rhymed. 19 minutes past the hour, let's talk about Kevin McCoward, all right? Maria Bartiromo, who in my mind, anybody still left on Fox for a paycheck, has a low level of integrity. However, however, there are still some people there that are, even though they're staying at Fox News for their own personal, financial, or whatever reasons, they still do ask the right questions when they have the guests on. And Maria Bartiromo had Kevin McCoward on, and she kind of, kind of, let me, let, me, uh, let me emphasize the word kind and the emphasize the word of and put them together and, and say, Maria Bartiromo kind of held Kevin McCarthy accountable for his uh, pushing through of the debt ceiling bill that he crafted with the sniffer and thief, Captain Corn Pop, Joseph Robin at Biden himself. I want to play like three minutes of this video. And I want to tell you what I did like and what I didn't like. But at least somebody was asking the questions that Kevin McCarthy should be asked for his treachery and his treason, his ways that he's going about being the Speaker of the House of this new House of Representatives Republican-led. Roll the clip of Maria Bartiromo on Fox News, please. Wrangle lots of different personalities and lots of different uh, values within your membership. And you were able to do that and get everybody in line. But I want to go through some of the criticism of this bill because some people say it really was different. For example, you had in your uh, bill that passed the House, Limit, Save, Grow, Uh, an ability to have work requirements for Medicaid recipients. That did not end up in the bill that the president signed. You had in your bill the ability to rescind that $80 billion of IRS funding that the president wants to hire 87,000 agents. That wasn't in the bill the president signed. It was $1.9 billion of the $80 billion. Well, that's not true, Maria. Maria, Maria, you're, you're saying things that are not true. So let's first walk through what's in the bill. Because I can always vote against the bill for what's not in it. But let's, let's see what's in it. She just told him, here's what was not in that bill in your version that you and Biden agreed on. Here was not what was not in the bill. And he goes, Maria, Maria. First of all, he cuts her off. He goes, Maria, Maria, Maria. Those are just lies. Those are lies. That's not true. Here's what's in the bill. Here's what's in the bill. But this is the spin. He's already spun it. She's saying, here's what's not in the bill. And he's saying, but here's what's in it. Those, that's not true. And he tries to spin it and say, blah, 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 blah. She does come back. But I just had to stop it there and go, that was the moment that the spin took place. 
Bring it back. Maria, yep. Maria yep. You're, you're saying things that are not true. So let's first walk through what's in the bill. Because I can always vote against a bill for what's not in it, but let's, let's see what's in it. First of all, the, in Limit, Save, Grow, we said we wanted to take the spending levels back to 2022. Well, we actually increased defense and increased the veterans. But non-defense with veterans out, we took it below the 22 level. That gave Democrats a lot of problems. We wanted to repeal all the IRS agents. They've already put that money in there. We repealed the $1.4 billion they would spend on hiring new agents this year, so no new agents are being hired. But we also repealed another $20 billion going in the future, what we can redirect. I think that money would be better used instead of hiring IRS agents than hiring, hiring Border Patrol agents. So that's a whole debate okay, that forward. Stop it again. But we already stop got more than $21 billion. First of all, why are you going to go hire more Border Patrol agents if you're not willing to build a wall, dummy? What are you going to do? Go hire more people, more henchmen, more brown shirts for Joe Biden's army? What are you, stupid? That's the first thing. Second thing, we're not going to hire any IRS agents. Lie. No, you're only going to freeze hiring the IRS agents. You're still going to hire the IRS agents. The man just lies. Every time he opens his mouth, there are lies coming out of that man's mouth every single time. And he'll try it. And you can see, you can watch the spin like a tornado go across your screen. And it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I got about a minute and a half left to play, but I have to break it down and I have to show you where the times of spin are and where he's lying and how you're going to be able to take these and go, you're going to hear these talking points from idiots and Democrats even, because these are Democrat talking points. This is how Democrats spin. You'll be able to have the knowledge and go, nope, stop right there. Don't even talk because you're, you're spinning and I'm not going to have that that uh, false conversation in the future, what we can redirect. I think that money would be better used instead of hiring IRS agents than hiring hiring Border Patrol agents. So that's a whole debate that forward. But we already got more than 21 billion. We'll come back the next year. No new IRS agents are hired. This is scored as a large cut. I heard you earlier say, yeah, but more Democrats voted for it. Let's just put this in perspective. When Republicans only had the House and the Democrats had the White House, on average, only 24 percent of Republicans voted for it. This was at 67 percent, three times as much. But you also look at the story of the last 10 debt ceilings where Republicans had the administration. Only 65% of Republicans voted for it. So even higher level than that. So that really shows the truth about this. But Democrats will vote for debt ceilings. Republicans will not. But we hit a two-thirds mark. The thing you want to look at is which Democrats voted against this. AOC, Bernie Sanders, the progressives. Why did they vote against it? Because we did get work requirements in welfare reform. Did we get it in everything? No. But we got it in welfare that puts people back to work, the core of what we looked for. But to be clear, the bulk of that money in the IRS, which was your priority, which was conservatives' priorities, they do not want this president to hire 87,000 agents. The bulk of that money is still... In the Inflation Reduction exactly. Act, and he can use that. So you're talking about the $20 billion over the following year. To be clear, the bulk of that money is still in the bill that the president signed. And then there's the defense spending. Okay, you Maria, know the defense Maria pause for one moment. Maria, pause for one no, moment. No, okay, stop that was right, I don't want to talk about the guy anymore. So at that moment on her show, as a guest on her show, I'm not suggesting that Maria Bartiromo go nuclear on the guy like I would do. However, if you're on my show and I am proving a point to the American people, something that they need to hear, which is the truth about what is in the bill, 
You're not going to cut me off with your very, very feminine, gay-sounding voice, which nobody's afraid of. That's why Christopher Ray didn't hand over anything to you, you lawn chair-folding loser. Nobody cares. Nobody's scared of you. You're not going to cut me off on my show. I would have just muted him, and I would have said, you get to come in when I'm done. Don't cut me off. I'm going to say my piece. This isn't a Trump debate where you're some freak left-wing moderator who's going to silence me on my show. My viewers are going to understand how you're lying to them. And then I would unmute him and let him come back on. And if he decided to leave during that time, then it shows you even more of what kind of man he really is. Or I should say, lack thereof, what kind of man he really is. I think he deserves this today. There you go. How about that? What a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. So anyway, in that and the rest of that interview, she goes on to say that more Democrats voted for this and that Democrats seem to love this more than Republicans. And he, well, that's not true. That's just not true, Maria. That's just not true. Here's what, let's set the record straight if we're going to talk about history here. Let's set the record straight. Let's talk about how last night, me and Frank Luntz, we read a, a, a nice story together in our bunk beds. And then we decided, well, why sleep in two separate beds when we can sleep in the same bed together? So we cut up in the same bed together and we read Disney stories about princesses and princes and wicked witches of far off lands and it was the greatest thing of my ever shut up Kevin McCarthy shut up you and Marjorie Taylor Greene sound like a bad dubbing of each other and everybody is sick and tired of hearing it and at the end of the show today I'm going to tell you all about a great conversation that I had with Steve Bannon this weekend Okay, a great conversation that I had with Steve Bannon this weekend about this and about Marjorie Taylor Greene. And let me just tell you this right now. Marjorie Taylor Greene will not be elected in her district the next time she's up for election, because I can tell you that Steve Bannon and many others are already looking for people to run against her and literally going to make it their responsibility, their job to primary and turf out people like but not limited to Marjorie Taylor Greene. And she's got it coming. She sold out, he sold out, and you've all got it coming. And what do we say here on LFA TV? We're coming for you. So I wanted to kind of give you that aspect. I wanted to give you kind of uh, an overview of how a conservative, even though she's still on Fox News, right? Bannon is not, uh, bargain queen, Bannon hasn't had her on the show since. I don't think she'll be back on his show. From what, from what I understand talking to him this weekend, if she comes back on the show, she's going to have to do a lot of explaining. And uh, he'll let her on, but I don't think he, she's going to come back on because he's going to eviscerate her if she does. Okay? Anyway, you look at that conservative point of view of, uh, of coming at the, uh, the debt spending bill. Now I'm going to show you Prison Mike or I should say, a.k.a. Jamie Raskin. I'm going to show you Jamie Raskin's point of view on Kevin McCarthy's debt ceiling bill, and you tell me who it favors more, us, conservative Republicans, or Jamie Raskin and his progressive communists. Roll it. But we should never come remotely close to that again. The Constitution says that the validity of the public debt shall never be questioned. That's in the 14th Amendment. Should that be changed? Well, well I know you know the answer. You, you do think it should the, be The changed. Constitution already establishes a backstop against 
what they wanted to do. But I think, yes, having a debt ceiling statute is a threat to us because they will keep trying to careen the whole country over a cliff. But we should never come remotely close to that again. The Constitution says that the validity of the public debt shall never be questioned. That's in the 14th Amendment. All right. Should that be changed? He then goes on to say that Kevin McCarthy should be praised for coming to a deal with Biden and saving the country from, from what he calls utter destruction. So you've got the Democrats saying Kevin McCarthy should be praised. Kevin McCarthy should be patted on the back. We shouldn't have a debt ceiling. We're going to work with them now and get rid of the debt ceiling so that we never have a debt ceiling ever, ever, ever again, ever again. And I saw somebody in the chat talking about Steve Bannon said, too bad he couldn't turf out Democrats. I agree. I agree. But we can only do so much in a Democratic area. Long story short, long story short, folks. The Democrats love this debt ceiling bill. Not all of them. AOC and Bernie Sanders, they wish that it had more spending in it, but they got far more than we did. And that's why none of us are happy. And that's why none of us are happy. Now, before we go to a break, I want to show you something that I was going to show you on Friday's show. And if you want to know what happened on Friday's show, go back and watch Rise Up this morning because it's a long story. But uh, I almost, I had to leave the studio because what happened literally seconds before we were going to go live is power completely shut off here in our entire studio. And it almost like fried things to the point where the system here, the network thought we were cyber attacked and I was locked out of every account and every device that I had in this studio. And I could not get back up for the life of me. So that's what happened for Friday's show. However, this is what I was going to show you on Friday. A school school choir uh, class went to the House of Representatives, to visit the House of Representatives on a school trip. And while at the House of Representatives, they sung the national anthem in the halls of the House of Representatives. This is supposed to be a magical moment for a student. This is supposed to be a magical moment for a child, a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing that they will never, ever, ever forget. Take the students, the choir, to the House of Representatives. Sing the national anthem. What happens, though? Being told to stop? Because the national anthem is offensive. Check this out.
second verse and they tell him to stop. right there. Take it back right there. Real quick. Sorry, folks. We're just going to take it back. So what happened is a guy came over guy who's working there, some official there, and he said, you have to stop. You can't stop singing that. It's offensive. And that's when he stopped the people. And so this, this made a bit – I'm sure you guys have all seen that. I wanted to play the whole, pretty much the whole thing. Um, I did skip ahead a little bit, but um, I wanted you to see pretty much the whole thing because for those who didn't see it last Friday or throughout the weekend, you have to understand what they did to those kids. So Kevin McCarthy, he's the Speaker of the House of Representatives. What Kevin McCarthy basically says in our House of Representatives goes. And folks, I got to be honest with you. He has not said one word about this. He's been MIA completely about these elementary school kids singing the national anthem or being banned from singing the entire national anthem. And because of that move alone, you can, you can argue that the man is weak on the debt ceiling. You can argue that he's a rhino. You could say he's probably even more of a Democrat. You could say that he's disgusting and that he's a coward. But the lack of integrity that you, uh, that you show by not even mentioning, like I understand maybe you weren't there, maybe you didn't hear from it, maybe you didn't hear about it, maybe a day later maybe. But the lack of, the lack of any, any kind of manhood or any kind of integrity to come out and say something at least later, make a statement about it, that man needs to be recalled right now. A motion to, to, to vacate needs to happen right now. So here's what I'm calling on. I'm calling on all of us all week long. Okay, we'll start today. We're going to call all of the 20. All of the 20, the Matt Gateses, the Paul Gosars, all of them. We're going to call all of them and we're going to say we are demanding a motion to vacate. We are demanding a motion to, to vacate. And not only are we demanding the motion to vacate, but we are demanding the continued motion to vacate until he actually vacates, even at the risk of not getting anything through the Congress. That is what we should do. And that's what I'm going to start doing. Okay, so. Anyway, thank you for uh, sticking around for the first and foremost section. We're going to just take a quick little break, and we're going to go, and we're going to talk about Field of Greens. Uh, folks, I did not take my Field of Greens with me when I went to, uh, to New Jersey this weekend. And let me tell you something. My stomach feels it. My, I, I'm on, I'm on uh, four hours of sleep right now. Um, we got home at 2 o'clock this morning. I went to bed at 2.30, up at 6, back into the office a little after 7. And I'm telling you what, if I didn't have my field of greens, I think I might even pass out. I think I might pass out. But thank God 
We have got our wild berry field of greens. And ladies and gentlemen, it gives you that organic superhuman energy that you need. It gives you that food that God wants in your body. It gives you the perfect vegetables. It gives you the perfect equation of vegetables and fruits. Everything that your body needs to operate at 110%. Literally everything that you need to operate at Mike Crispy level. Let's go, baby. Yes, is that, Frank. Is that Crispy? In the, is that Crispy? Are you here? Let's go. There you baby. go, yes, ladies Frank. and gentlemen. If you want to operate on Mike Crispy, crispy energy then go to fieldofgreens.com today join in folks every one of us if we can afford it should be drinking field of greens because we can't afford to eat what we would be consuming in a jar of field of greens so why not just get it there so fieldofgreens.com promo code lfa mind body spirit all working together healthiness energy amazingness okay um, Casey says, I knew that MTG was a sellout just from the beginning. Well, you know, I do want to give, um, I gave props to everybody who said it from the beginning, but I had to give benefit of the doubt because I had a history with Marjorie, right? Most of these people calling her out like the Stu Peters and everything, they didn't have the history with her that I did. They didn't have, you know, the fighting on the, on the front lines in 2015 and 16 that I and Ben Berkwam and Will Johnson shared with her. So it was a little different for us. And I had to give the benefit of the doubt and I had to see where she would, how she would act under crucial, crucial votes and crucial circumstances. And I got to tell you under the gun, she has failed every step of the way and getting worse, increasingly quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. So I, I've just lost all hope for her. We've got to move on. Do you guys remember Jesse Morgan? Rem- raise your hand if you remember Jesse Morgan, okay? Jesse Morgan was, the, was the, uh, the truck driver who, if you remember, right after the election, came out and said, I delivered an entire truck full of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania, which, w- which would have made this a federal crime, by the way. Because it was interstate. Jesse Morgan was the, was, the, was the truck driver who said, I stayed overnight at this place, and when I woke up the next morning to deliver the truck, the, the thing was gone. The ballots were gone. The truck was gone. Remember that? And remember, everybody was like, this can't be verified. And it's like, wait a minute. How could this not be verified? How could what this man is saying not be verified? I mean, it's a truck for crying out loud. It's an interstate travel truck. It's a business truck. The guy is on duty. He's on payroll. He's on the clock. How are you talking? How are you saying all over the, all over the airwaves that this can't be verified? Remember that guy? Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's a new report out this morning from Jim Hoff at the Gateway Pundit that is titled this. Postal Service releases the final report. Finally, contract driver Jesse Morgan vindicated. Report confirms that he hauled the trailer of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania in late October 2020. So let's get into this. The new information was made public at a press conference by the Amistad Project of the Thomas More Society, a national constitution litigation organization. As a matter of fact, Phil Klein, who works there, has been on the show multiple times. Check this out. The Amistad Project said that they have sworn declarations that state over 300,000 ballots are at issue in Arizona, 540,000 ballots in Michigan, 240,000 ballots in Georgia, and over 121,000 ballots in Pennsylvania. And they claim that their evidence reveals a multi-state illegal effort by the USPS and the workers that work there to influence the election in at least three of the six major swing states. 
okay? The whistleblower statements include potentially hundreds of thousands of completed absentee ballots being transported across three state lines and a trailer filled with ballots disappearing in Pennsylvania, which lined up exactly with Jesse Morgan's statement when that happened. Now, attorney Phil Klein said that 138, 130 to 280,000 completed ballots for the 2022 general election were shipped from Bethpage, New York to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where those ballots and the trailer in which they were shipped just disappeared overnight. Truck driver Jesse Morgan was present at the press conference and spoke for nine minutes about his unbelievable ordeal. I remember watching it live. Morgan was tasked with delivering the completed ballots to Pennsylvania from New York. And I'm not going to go through the entire thing, but now this new whistleblower report out validates everything that Jesse Morgan said and more. And again, folks, when I showed you that beginning video of James Comey saying this is going to be a retribution presidency for Donald Trump. If they thought they could get away with everything they got away with, if they thought that we weren't on the heels of everything that they did, maybe not to the point where we can prosecute them yet, but definitely to the point where we can stop them from doing it again to where we can head it off at the pass, that is exactly what's happening here. Scott Pressler just got $5 million from TPUSA for Wisconsin alone. Since the RNC will not help Scott Pressler, TPUSA and Charlie Kirk, I got to give the guy credit for this. I don't agree with everything that Charlie says. I'm sure he doesn't agree with everything that I say. The man is a genius, and if he sticks to what he's good at, he can change a nation. He gave $5 million to Scott Pressler for the state of Wisconsin alone. How do you like that, Rosa? Your beautiful, wonderful state of Wisconsin. Scott Pressler has a $5 million budget to make sure that the crap that happened in 2016 or 2020 does not happen again in 2024, and that there are plenty of people registered to vote who are going to give a commitment to go out and vote. Ballot harvesting, early voting, all of that. That, ladies and gentlemen, deserves the Smarty Award of the day. Now, I'm going to get back to the point, but I kind of went off on a little thing there. Let's cue the drum roll. Where's my Smarty? I don't even have a Smarty. Either way, Smarty Award of the day. TPUSA for giving Scott Pressler $5 million. It's not a lot, Klaustein. You're right, it's not. But nobody else is giving somebody out there that's working that hard any money, and it sure as heck not the RNC. So let's give uh, Charlie Kirk some credit for that because that was a good move. Now, moving back to this, moving back to the trucks, moving back to the ballots. They are afraid because they know we've exposed all of this and we continue to expose. They're not afraid that they're going to get prosecuted for it right now. They're afraid that Trump is going to get in, be a retribution president, and come after them like a banshee, like a honey badger. You know what I'm saying? And go after them and prosecute him then. That's what they're afraid of. And he promises to do it. It's not like it's a conspiracy theory here on the left-wing media's part. He looked them in the eyes and said, I'm going to splinter the deep state to so many pieces that nobody will have ever even known it was here. And how do you do that? You prosecute and you bring justice to those people who did it. And James Comey is one of them. So Jesse Morgan vindicated. Let's go. Let's keep exposing. Now, do you guys know actor Isaiah Washington? Because actor Isaiah, today's Smarty Award goes to Real Weekend Warrior for featuring Jeremy on a video. Who's Real Weekend Warrior? Does anybody know who that is? I don't know who that is. I saw that earlier in the chat. Can somebody give me a link? Because I, I, I just want to say thank you to them, but I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I'm looking, I'm looking in the chat here. But anyway, Isaiah Washington, true patriot. He put out a video over the weekend where he said this. Make sure whatever you, when you go vote, 
It's all on paper ballot. Do not vote by a machine. Vote on paper ballot, and then the rest of the ballot stuffing and all that and, and, and harvesting will be ahead of. But he's, he's telling you, definitely go vote paper ballot. Do not do anything through, um, through the machines. And that's one way that we can at least gain a little bit of control over something. All right, let's do this. Let's play this video. And I'm going to look for that uh, weekend warrior thing. I'm going to tell you what this is really about. I've been trying to stay off of uh, social media uh, because I'm cooking some things. Um, Some things. But I track myself a lot. And uh, I don't think short of my wife, other than my wife, I'm one of my hardest... uh, critics I like to believe that um, I don't I don't start fights I try to find and understand try to correct those that need to be corrected and if they want to go back and forth yeah, I can speak the people's language I have no problem with that you know it's easy to be insulting disrespectful but for the most part I want to show my followers, I want to show you guys what is going on. What is going on with me? I'll tell you. We're less than 18 months out of the presidential election. They know, whether you like it or not, a lot of people listen to me. They may not admit it in public, but they listen to me. They know I have no reason to lie. And they've watched how the media has handled me. No matter how much I debunk their lies about whatever it is, there's still some clickbait going, I got you. Or he's an asshole. Or he's, I've been what? Angry black man, homophobic, Trump supporter, transphobic. No, a KK supporter. Shit, what the hell is next? <laughs> All right, I just want to stop this real quick. I don't want to play. I don't want to. I don't want to continue to play. It's a long video, but thank you, Deb. Deb, thank you very much. Two hundred dollar donation through Rumble Rants. Thank you very much, and thank you for keeping the show and Eli going. We appreciate you so much. Now he has dealt with so much stuff from from Hollywood. He he used to be in everything. He's hardly in anything anymore. But because of him and because of people like him, more and more people are doing exactly that. Do you know that majority of the black community does not ride with Biden? They do not ride with the Democrats anymore. And that's why you're seeing James Comey and everybody out there freaking out, ladies and gentlemen, because it's not only the black vote they're losing. It's not only the, uh, the, the moderate and independent vote they're losing. But ladies and gentlemen, they're losing their grip on everything. Why else would they be so afraid of Donald Trump? And anyway, he goes on to say paper ballot. Now, I know they said they put your paper ballot in a machine. I get that. What we're trying to do here is trying to do everything we can. Throw everything at the wall and get as much stuff to stick it as as possible. So we just want to make sure that we are all doing more. And, do, and, and demanding a paper ballot is one step further than having an electronic mishap. It's not perfect. It's not, you're not ensured that it's going to be perfect, but it's one step forward. Taking a picture of your ballot, taking a picture of them, putting your ballot in the machine or a video if you want to, 
Who cares? Do it anyway if they don't let you. I don't care. What are they going to do? They're going to arrest you? And here's what we really need. We need to get a system in which you are handed a receipt for your ballot and that you have a barcode or a QR code that matches so that we can either prove or disprove somebody won or, or lost an election. So how do we get there, Jeremy? State legislation. That easy. State legislation. They could do it right like, te- like that if they wanted to. State legislation. And that's our best bet. But we've got to continue to keep doing it. Because the more we keep doing it, the more they panic in D.C. and come on the um, airwaves and freak out. Amen? All right, I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to skip a couple stories. Uh, But one thing that I do want to make sure that we talk about, ladies and gentlemen, is that China right now is upping their aggressiveness towards the United States of America. And yesterday, a a, a Chinese warship literally blocked an American destroyer and made it turn around near Taiwan and basically aggressively said, you're going to turn course. And Biden's uh, military did. So don't think that China isn't ready to make massive moves on the United States of America because they definitely are. Um, I want to take a quick, quick break here, and I want to talk about Four Patriots, which is our next sponsor, guys. And look, I know we talk about Four Patriots a lot. I know I tell you guys to be prepared a lot and everything like that. But think of yourself. Think to yourself this. Why do I have insurance on my car? Why do I have insurance on my house? Why do I have health insurance if I can afford it? Why do I make sure that I have provisions and, and, and constantly have contingency plans? Because it's not about if something is going to happen. It's about when. So if you're trying to make sure that you and your family are set up and you have this, that, and the other, make sure you're at least spending your money, A, with American-made products, B, with companies that you know are not going to send your money to Ukraine or send it to, or, or give it to China to make the parts for them, to make it easier for them to, to make a profit, and C, ladies and gentlemen, that you know you're going to be needing in the future anyway. You know it's only a matter of time before the next cyclone, the next hurricane, the next tornado, the next uh, uh, social credit score comes out or they shut up your power. You know it's only going to be a matter of time before the food is going to be uh, less and less and less and less and less. And you're not going to be able to find anything that you normally found in a grocery store because we saw it on their preparedness list last week. So all of this stuff can be avoided. All of this stuff you can have and make sure that you get through the tough times because it's going to get darker before it gets brighter. And it will get brighter and Donald Trump will be back in that White House. Until then, make sure you're prepared by going to 4 stocking up, bundling things together, get little things here and there as your budget allows you, but at least have something that you can rely on God in the sun and not a manufacturer to make sure that you have the things that you need. 4 promo code LFA, okay? All right, I want to get to, we don't have a lot of time, and I want to talk about Steve Bannon and my conversation, so I want to get right to this pride stuff. Uh, but before I do, I want to talk about a precedent being set right now there's a 24 year old who died and his family's saying it's the covid vaccine that killed him they said he died right after the vaccine and all this stuff going on with jamie fox being incapacitated and jamie fox being blind and paralyzed right now and their family members some of them even saying that it's from the vaccine a 24 year old's family Who's, he died from, the, from what they're saying is the vaccine. They just bro- filed a groundbreaking lawsuit against the Biden administration for forcing the vaccines on people. So this is huge. It's developing. 
Um, and ladies and gentlemen, it's we're gonna I'm gonna keep you up on this, but I just want to read for you this because he wanted to take his classes in person. George Jr. needed to be fully vaccinated. He scheduled his vaccination appointment and received his first shot in August of 2020, 2021. His second shot in September. His parents said he chose the Pfizer vaccine because it was fully recently fully approved by the Food and Drug Administration, and uh, they believe uh, just long story long story short, he started having sinus and breathing problems. He ended up dying and they are suing the Biden administration for them forcing it on their kid. So we'll keep you updated on that. And at least we've got some more offense going on and pray for that man's family. Now, standing up for this crap that's going on in our nation right now, ladies and gentlemen, Elmo telling your children happy LGBTQ month. Hi, Elmo and I wanted to share that everyone is always welcome on Sesame Street. This month and every month, we want to uplift and celebrate our LGBTQIA plus family, friends, and communities. Yeah, that's right, Miss Ariana. <laughs> From our Sesame Street family to yours, happy pride. Elmo loves you. And I love you, Elmo. <laughs> happy pride. I love you, Elmo. You're talking about sex. Everybody's welcome here. You mean the sex community that you're talking about? Lesbian, gay, bi, trans, pedo. That's all sex. So you mean pedophiles are welcome on Sesame Street? Are pedophiles welcome on 134 Sesame Street, Eli? Pedophiles welcome to Everybody's welcome here. Well, you're only talking about sexual people, and you're only talking about a children's channel. So you're only talking about pedophilia. You're not going to normalize this crap. There's Elmo. He's been woke for a long time, but I just wanted to show you. Here's another thing. Everybody, and I mean everybody, take your children out of public school immediately. No more ifs, ands, or buts. No more games. We've got to get these children out of public school, ladies and gentlemen, because what's happening to them, how they're being indoctrinated, is absolutely disgusting. Roll this clip. This is happening all over the country this month. Take back and reclaim the, the rainbow and make your profile pictures what we did. Check it out. Sex, 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 children, kids, sex, sex, kids, LGBT, having sex with kids, yeah, happy having sex with kids, happy pedophilia. All right, all right, I'm not going to play more of that. Here's the, here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen, this is happening in probably 90% of the public school systems in our nation right now. If you send your children to these schools, this is what they're going to be subjected to for the next 25 days. Heavier and heavier, more and more and more. They're turning in. You know what they're going to start doing soon, Eli? They're going to start having elementary orgies. That's what's coming next. That's what's coming next. Now, producer Frankie put the the movie that we were going to play yesterday while we were all gone. It was going to be Kurt Cameron's homeschooling movie. But for some reason, it did not play live yesterday for the people that wanted to watch that movie. But he explains to you why you should be homeschooling your kids and how much more of an advantage, how much more of an advantage and how further in life you put your children 
in every aspect of their life if they're homeschooled compared to public schooled. Just that alone would want you to public, uh, homeschool your kid. But this crap is absolutely disgusting. Get your kids out of public schools now because check this out, folks. Ready for this? Utah has just banned the Bible to be in elementary and middle schools over vulgarity and violence. Utah's second largest public school district removed the Bible from its elementary and middle schools after a parent who was upset by the book bans, uh, book bans filed a complaint against the good book in protest of the state law that made it easier to remove content deemed pornographic or indecent from schools. A committee reviewing the complaint at the Davis School District, which has nearly 74,000 students from pre-K to 12th grade, decided to retain the book in the school library circulation only at the high school level based on age appropriateness due to the vulgarity and the violence in the Bible. The parent who made the original complaint wrote that the Bible contains incest, bestiality, prostitution, genital mutilation, fellatio, dildos, rape, and even enfocide. And the review uh, committee said, you're right. And they got the Bible out of the school in Utah in any uh, middle school or elementary school. How do you like that? Great job, Utah. So Utah, you get the counterpart to the Smarty Award of the Day. Roll it. State of Utah, you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. Because that's pretty stupid. This weekend, ladies and gentlemen, we were in Jersey and we were guests of the NFSC and Ava Chen. And Steve Bannon, who is the co-founder of the NFSC, was there and we had a lot of conversation. I was wearing my shirt that said Christian on it. He absolutely loved that. We ended up sparking up a lot of conversation, but I wanted to tell you this part and this part only. Steve Bannon is 100%. This is my third or fourth time sitting with him, but I spent more time with him, and I got a great interview that we're going to show for you guys. He is 100% the man that you think he is. He is 100% the man, the fighter, the fighter that you think he is, and he's 100% dedicated to turfing out people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and any other traitor, and he is 100% against DeSantis and 100% Trump. And just to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that I will be doing some more stuff on Bannon. Bannon will be coming here. We will be working together as much as we possibly can to destroy this evil in our nation. And ladies and gentlemen, having a conversation with him, looking in his eye, him looking in my eye, and and saying, we 100% believe that the stars aligned in 2016 and we caught lightning in a bottle once. And it was by God's will. And we 100% believe through faith in Jesus Christ that we are going to catch lightning in a bottle again. And if the stars aligned and the lightning caught once, then we can do it again. And if it's God's will, we will take back this country and Trump will be president again. And he will have exactly what James Comey said in the beginning of this video, a retribution presidency. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. And on the way out, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to pop it up on the screen. Another one of our beautiful and wonderful sponsors in Viral Cleanse. We got Mike Crispy coming up next. And Kevin Smith, unfortunately, has pneumonia really bad right now. And I think I am going to put some money together and we're going to raise some money to get Kevin a home air purification system. Because right now he's on breathing mask and he's on oxygen. And I think we need to get Kevin to breathe better. So ladies and gentlemen, 
Later on tonight, we're going to be raising some extra money, and I'm going to see if EnviroCleanse will give us half and meet us halfway, and we're going to try to get a home air purification system to Kevin. So go to ekpure.com, use promo code LFA. Mike Crispy Unafraid has already started. We're already missing it. So ladies and gentlemen, look, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for rumbling. If you haven't liked this video, please do it on the way out. I'll see you in Mike Crispy's chats. I love you. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. Stop screaming that we first in America